0: Welcome aboard the USS Bona. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hey, hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Dork Trek. This is I guess the the recap, I guess episode or the
1: the, retrospective.
0: The retrospective episode where we just kind of talk about TNG and the series as a whole and all that jazz. Uh, I'm joined by Anton, Dennis Black and Asian, Ben and Jenny. And I'm glad that we've all been doing the show together lately because this is the cast I think people, I mean minus Manny, I don't know where he's been. He's been
1: uh, I think he's in Oregon right now.
0: Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> he's been he's sus- on away mission. He's been yeah. suspiciously uh, absent, which is kind of a bummer because I would like to talk to him about this. Because, I mean, he Manny was there for a lot of it, you know, so yeah. it's, it's kind of a bummer he's not around. But, I mean, it's uh, all the feedback I've been reading on the show lately is like, hey, I'm glad you've got a lot of the cast back, which makes me feel very happy because you guys are – as much a part of this uh, as I guess, you know, anybody is, which is fantastic. You know, they may have been my dumb brainchild, but you guys actually made it happen. So for that, I would like to thank you for, uh, for doing this podcast with me, dedicating, you know, an hour and a half of your life every day, not every day, well, I guess an hour once a week, and then an hour to record, you know, for five years, it's pretty impressive. So thank you.
1: Oh, oh man, job, thanks for be part of it. We're the best.
0: Yeah, we are the best. And I guess Ben was saying, because like, I don't really know what to talk about with things like this. Uh, because you know you don't want to bore people. Just kind of like, oh, back in my day, Star Trek was, because that's what Ben's for. And I don't yeah. want to do stuff like that.
2: <laughs> that's why the the other four of you keep me in check. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I guess Ben said, well, why don't you talk about how the show started? And we touched on a little bit of that last episode for the uh for the finale, which was just a real, I mean, pulled at the heartstrings for, for me personally. But the, epi- the, 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 the idea started while I was on radio. Because for those of you who don't know, I used to have a commercial radio show called The Mike and Bob Show. Not the most creative names because the host was Mike Powers and myself being Bob. Um, and I did this show for a really long time. And uh, uh, I started watching Star Trek The Next Generation after my daughter was born. Because when you first have a child, you don't really do much. They don't tell you that part. Like the first like four months, it just kind of eats, shits, and sleeps. And you just hold it a lot. Like you're just holding this lump of humanity. So a friend of mine had burned illegally, mind you, haha, <laughs> all of the, see, all the episodes of TNG on DVDs. And I said, you know what? I'm not really doing anything. There's nothing I really want to watch on TV. I'm just going to watch Star Trek, The Next Generation. I have these DVDs, and I'm just going to start watching, and I did, and I was watching at my height probably five, six, seven episodes a day, just burning through them, and I loved every second of it, and I had no idea that I was surrounded by such big Star Trek fans because we were at a bar one night, uh, Jenny, myself, and Dennis, and I was telling uh, Jenny, because we had a friend by the name of, uh, of... Justin Wilson, who's been podcasting for a really long time, and the radio program wasn't going in the direction that I wanted to at the time. We were being kind of poked and prodded by management and ownership, and so I felt like we weren't really doing a lot of things that I wanted to be doing. So a friend of mine was podcasting for quite a while. This was in uh, 2011. he was saying, you should podcast, you should podcast. And I was like, I don't know what the hell i have a podcast about because I have a radio show. What am I going to talk about on a podcast? I get all of it out there. And then I was like, you know, I've been watching Star Trek like crazy. Maybe a TNG podcast would be fun. And I said this to Jenny, and she was like, oh, that sounds awesome. I would do that. And I was like, well, do you like the show? And Jenny, had you been, had you been a fan the entire time of the show or –
3: um, you know, kind of on the the outskirts, I guess, because I watched a lot of episodes, but I wasn't like I wouldn't call myself a huge fan. Um, I think my friend Rebecca was with me at the time, and she was kind of egging the whole idea on, also. Yeah,
0: because she was oh. going to be a part of the crew too. Your friend, and I guess she moved to Florida or whatever. Yeah,
3: she moved back to Florida.
0: Yeah, because we had, but this was an idea that we had, and we were like, dude, we should just do it. We should just do it. We should just do it. But it never really came to fruition because, like, I didn't know how to podcast, and in two thousand and eleven. Uh, podcasting was a lot more difficult than it is today i know that sounds really weird and and kind of pretentious to say but you know it it was a lot more difficult like you needed to do all this stuff and have like you know boards and microphones if you wanted it to sound good and it just it just seemed like kind of a pain in the ass considering i had a radio show but then lo and behold that problem went away and uh (laughs) (laughs) oops (laughs) <laughs> so, oops <laughs> yeah and then you know dennis and i had talked about doing the podcast too and then once we got fired we started a podcast network and we needed programming and i said you know what now would be the perfect time to start this uh tng podcast so i talked to dennis He was also and dennis you have been a lifelong fan of star trek the next generation correct
1: yes yeah i've been watching it since it first aired so
0: you've TV. been with it the, the entire time. Like you yes. saw the first episode on syndication on your local TV. Yeah. And you, I mean, when
1: I was a kid, they would show um, the original series in the afternoons, like after Gilligan's Island or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. You know, like it was G.I. Joe Transformers, Thundercats, and then Gilligan's Island. Brady Bunch and Star Trek so it's,
0: it's a bummer TV doesn't work that way anymore yeah. because like yeah. there's so much kids don't get like the idea of syndication is so just foreign to people at this point unless you're paying for a network you know that's yeah. a specialty you know like BBC America or whatever the case may be but like you said Dennis like it was just on yeah. like you know if there wasn't a football game on on a Sunday Star Trek was on for 2 hours you know like the original series that doesn't happen anymore you know, it's really weird how it worked out. So so Dennis was on board and Manny was on board because Manny was also a lifelong fan. And I myself, I mean, I jumped into Star Trek big time after my daughter was born. But when I was a kid and the show was first running, I didn't get into it until about season five. Like I was late to the show. I remember seeing the movie Generations in theaters and seeing all the episodes on TV because it came on like my local like Fox affiliate at like six o'clock on Saturdays here locally or in Virginia beach. And I got into it late, but I mean, I enjoyed it, but I mean, not as much as I do now. And then somehow we hooked up with Ben. I don't know how Ben came into the situation, but Ben, you were like, you were this like shining,
2: like rock star of star Trek. Like (laughs) this is your existence. I, I showed up, uh, episode three. I think we figured out. I
3: think so. Yeah.
2: But you guys had recorded two, before Jenny had took her trip to Italy. Okay. And then you were holding off or whatever. And in the episodes though, that you aired, cause you, I guess you delayed the airing or something, but, um, you were somebody had said something and you got facts wrong. And one of you made the comment that there's probably some nerd out there flipping over a table. <laughs> I, you know what? I remember that comment. And, and that was me. I was, I was sitting, this is back when I used to do the comic full time. So okay. I was always, you know, in the garage and I was little, the car running
0: and the tube.
2: <laughs> well, because <Yes>. comics <laughs> pay so well, I couldn't afford gas to run the car. Otherwise, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was definitely flipping furniture and be like, no, no, what are you talking about? No. And Jenny mentioned, you know, her friend who, who knows this stuff to you. Yeah. Because I had met you previously at the comic. Yes. Uh, meet-up. Yeah. yeah. The and 757 and- Comic Creators Club. Right. And I think that I started
0: and then it was kicked out of because I never showed up, <laughs> which yeah. is very much the motif of my existence, Which is
2: <laughs> which is weird that this Star Trek podcast is still going on. But I think, <laughs> I think I met you again uh, doing Trivia. Uh, well,
3: that was about the same time as we were doing Dork Trek.
2: Yeah, started. I, I started. Trivia
0: that? was much later. I don't think we. Was it?
1: Well, did you? Well, because even before we started doing the podcast, we had like our first, because we were just going to LARP at first.
0: Yeah, we were just going to LARP. Uh, yeah. We yeah, at yeah. At, yeah. At yeah. that's
1: Starbucks. right. And that's right. he came to the Starbucks with us, right?
0: That's right. This actually started because we had uniforms and we were going to laugh.
1: Sophie was in uniform. Sophie,
0: Sophie was in uniform and like we went to a bar. Uh, at, 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 uh, uh, it, was at, it was at Pembroke Mall in Virginia Beach. Oh,
3: that was at oh, Kelly's. Right. Yeah, we it? were
0: at Kelly's and we were all in uniform and people were like looking at us like. I what? don't
3: think Ben was with us then. Nope. No.
2: That yeah. was Mary, that was before Mary. I joined up.
3: Yeah. 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 And then we yeah. met over at the Starbucks over at my town center. Yeah. And um and I think we did one other one. No, the, I'm sorry, that was later. That was like after we'd started the, the show. And we had been going for a few months, and then we decided to do the, uh, the laser tag adventure, the That's away
0: right. mission to <laughs> laser tag. That's right. That's, right.
3: That's
1: right. There were some that was, that was fun, but very tiring.
0: Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just kind of neat the way it kind of did snowball, because I remember when we first were doing the show, the first couple episodes, we were doing two episodes at a time. Mm -hmm. And we were doing two episodes a week. So we were doing four episodes of Star Trek a week. And it was very brief and very kind of – we were playing our, our cards very close to the vest because we didn't really know what we were doing and we didn't know how far we wanted to go. And I remember this specifically, Dennis, you were with us on this, Jenny, I don't know if you were there for this recording or not, but we were recording with this guy named Damien. Do you remember Damien? Yeah. Damien was a dude that I knew who's like a networker in Virginia Beach and he does this thing and he's like help small businesses and he was a big fan and I was still kind of searching for the cast. Like it was still kind of like a feeling feeling out process. Like I knew it was going to be Dennis and me and Manny But the rest of it was kind of fluid, like we were going to rotate fourth chair, so it didn't, so it wasn't anything that someone would have to commit to all the time, and this, that, and the other thing. And Damien came in, and he's a nice enough fella, but he made the first anal sex reference on the show. And this was before we were really doing that. Like we were, we were trying to... Be he took
3: the virginity of the show, basically. He did.
0: We were, pl- we were essentially, we were, we were square pegs that were trying to fit in this round hole that was Star Trek, and it just wasn't yeah. happening. Like it fell yeah. off. And then Damien made this anal sex joke and I can't remember what episode it was, but I remember the joke specifically, and I
1: thought... It was either Naked Now or Code of Honor. And I, I think it was Naked Now, like having to do with Data and like having butt sex with, uh, <laughs> with Yar or something like that. Yeah.
0: And that was kind of the starting point. He never showed back up on the show again.
1: No. Well, I thought you got mad at him because of that, because you you even bleeped it out. like See,
0: <laughs> Wow. See, I don't even remember that. Okay, so he never showed up on the show again, but that was yeah. kind of the... <laughs> Like, <laughs> he, got a,
3: he got a raw deal, man. I mean, I,
0: <laughs> I guess...
1: The, joke. <laughs> he said butt sex, and you bleep that out back then.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I got to go back and listen to that because I don't even remember bleeping it out. Yeah, but, but again, we were trying to do something that was... We were trying to keep it somewhat clean because we didn't want to scare people away. Yeah. People like Ben, who love Star Trek and don't necessarily like the rest of it. So <laughs> because we were kind of, like I said, we were definitely like a square peg going in a round hole. Damien made that first joke, and then it was kind of, it almost like it, it kind of, he put the pin in it and let the air out of it. And we we're like, okay, let's just do what we do. Yeah. And then it kind of kept...
1: Snowballing, like when you think about it, he at because that that Mister TV expert guy, like he was he was already done with us at this point when we were <laughs> still like, walking on eggshells. <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought about that the other day too because he said I listened to the first four episodes and then I was done. And I was like, "Wow, dude, you didn't even get to." <laughs> I mean. You didn't, I mean, you were just scratching the surface, the, the, the literal tip of the iceberg, you know?
2: Rapey Riker hadn't started yet. Nothing. Argyle's gin hadn't started yet. Nothing. None of this stuff had even come to fruition. It was just like, this guy got turned off
0: by the Wesley being gay joke. And I mean, and that was kind of the thing that I was fearing about the podcast was like, if we went too far Trek fans, because for some reason, and I don't know why, Ben. Maybe you know more about this than I do. Uh, and Anton, I know you're just kind of sitting there. We'll get to you uh, soon. That's all good. Um, but th- for some reason, and I don't get the connection. Maybe you can explain it to me. The idea of Christianity and Star Trek has kind of like it's almost like the Republican Party and, 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 and Christianity, like they've kind of woven together as
2: as almost one in some people's minds. And I don't get that at all. Like. No, I don't- I- I see so many people who are very Christian and very right wing. It's it's like okay, and God, this is going to be offensive. So I you know we've come is. this far, Ben. Yeah. yeah. So you know what, Ben? How about I'll bleep it? Well, no! <laughs> <For> <laughs> yeah. Old, old I I know how many times we've said, oh, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. Yeah. That yeah that but it is always so odd for me to see so many right wing Christian people that are Star Trek fans. And these are the same people, though, that don't like immigrants and don't like people that talk funny and don't like foreigners and homosexuals. Yeah. And meanwhile, Star Trek is like screaming, you know, tolerance, tolerance, tolerance. And Star Trek is more Christian than these people ever could hope to be. And it's anti-religion. Yeah. And especially, I mean, especially
0: the the original series. Like, I mean, Roddenberry couldn't scream it
2: louder. oh and patriotism
0: yeah we are we are all inclusive we kind of accept everyone you know everyone is kind of a collective here yeah star trek not as much like tng not as much it was more new age but the same it's got the same vibe and i was i was afraid that we were gonna offend a lot of those people and we we did probably did you know
2: remember at the chesapeake library and this is one of the early episodes. We were at the uh, was it uh Psy, <laughs> was it com or monster con what was the Fantasai. 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 and the old woman that was yelling at <laughs> us. and the lady was very <laughs> she, like she stood there in this creepy thing. Cause here's the thing. I there everything that I like that I'm a fan of, whether it be, you know my religion or my political party or any social club, I generally hate the other people that are in that group because like they're creepy and they just take it too far. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So this is, here goes the ratings for my show. So you have a a show. You have to, you have to do a show before you can call it a show. That's a show I used to do. So whenever we see these people at cons and they come up to me, it's like, yeah, I liked episode four and it was really good. And did you see, And it's like, okay, yeah, I have to play nice. have to play nice. have to play nice. Oh my God. I hate Star Trek fans. (laughs) Like the, the off the, the guys like me, I can't stand them,
0: but it's weird because American, when you when you first came on the podcast, you were that guy, and there were more points. where I thought you were just going to storm off like, <laughs> in, in like a fit of rage. But I'm really
3: surprised I, he didn't.
0: I, I can't. Like, yeah, you're my you're the you were the litmus test. Like, if it went by you, we were okay. And there I'll were look. times where I would look at you, and you would just kind of have your head down, and like <laughs> in that in in that kind of disappointed, not mad. A disappointed look.
2: It was sometimes it was frustration. Like it, it used to bug me so much about the double dick Klingons.
0: Like <laughs> no, that's it still bugs that's you. factually incorrect. They have redundant organs, man. But not that organ. And the penis yeah. is an organ. It's yeah. a beautiful organ <laughs> <laughs> when played wonderfully. If Medj- watching exactly. Klingon porn, <laughs> you got have two. Well, then the the Klingon porn you were watching is not canon, my friend. Are
4: the Dara sisters in it? If so, do you have a link? (laughs) (laughs) They
0: have four vaginas between them. We call that a buffet. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's that's why the Vulcans go like this.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, there's the the shocker, and then there's the spocker. Yeah, the spocker. But no, I wouldn't be... I was... I don't know. This was the first time like on the internet that I was using my real name because with a comic and everything like that, I had always gone by Tobias before, Mm -hmm. but this is Star Trek and I've always had captain Benjamin T. McCormick of the USS (laughs) Yorktown.
0: When you came on board, (laughs) we had to knock you down a peg. You were just, we were all (laughs) lieutenant commanders.
2: And I was happy to do that. I mean, you know, I changed up my rank pins, and I was happy to join. And when we first started doing the, the series, we all would wear uniforms. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. was the cre- We're doing a audio program. <laughs> <laughs> this is like some Charlie McCarthy shit. But
1: but like for a good stretch there, we were recording at like Starbucks and the Wild Wing Cafe and places yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. It was fun to go there and just yeah, dress up like and like people look at us like, what the hell are those guys doing? <laughs> this would show up at Bob's living room
2: in uniform though. We but it was were, still fun. It was. And we
0: I would kick out my family. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was very young. We didn't have Bobby yet. I would kick my wife and my, my, my young daughter out of the house, my friends would come over in Star Trek uniforms and we would make the worst and most cruel dick and rape jokes imaginable. And it was, and it was great and people liked it. Like that's the craziest part about it to me was like people liked it and I would meet someone and they were like, man, I love your podcast and I would just think like, yeah. have you really listened to it? Like have you sat down and, and actually absorbed the things <laughs> that are coming out of our mouths because it's terrible.
1: Well, that's the thing that kind of surprised me the most because i i can understand like some of the people that came from the mike and bob show audience like they kind of knew that that type of humor because i mean even though you guys were on the radio and stuff so you can say everything that you wanted to you know the the illusions were there yes of everything but then like when we went to new jersey and we met like erica and rick and they're like these perfectly nice people (laughs) right and they love our podcast I'm like I don't understand it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I didn't get it either and I and I mean I'm talking I'm looking at the numbers right now the history of downloads for this show is we have we have 200,000 downloads of this show almost 225,000 downloads at the height of this podcast I mean we were averaging like almost like 20,000 downloads a month
2: Yeah, it was
0: insane. Like it was literally crazy. And then uh, I moved for circumstances. My wife got a job in in northern Kentucky. So we moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, which is the same kind of area. Uh, And the podcast kind of suffered from that. Uh, But I mean, like we lost a little momentum, but we're still here. And I mean, we've even added people because Anton, you showed up, uh, unfortunately, in the second season, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like Anton showed up in like halfway through the second season because he listened to the podcast and he's a friend of mine and and he has like this kind of nerd knowledge because it just wasn't the podcast that I think people were drawn to in the Star Trek talk. Like we started to deviate very early from and there was always a lot of Simpsons references and always a lot of comic book talk and always a lot of Seinfeld stuff and to some people it drives them mad like they just hate it like if you read a couple reviews on iTunes they just they never talk about Star Trek it's like dude the what the fuck is there to really talk about, man? Like, how many times can we talk about six people sitting in a conference conference room talking to each other? Staff meeting! (laughs) Staff meeting! You know what I mean? Like, how how much can we do that? So it's just natural for things to kind of deviate. And then when you see an actor who was in Seinfeld or who was in, you know, your mind just kind of wanders. And so I thought Anton would be a good addition to the podcast because he has like this encyclopedia brain when it comes to comics and like role-playing games and stuff. And he came on Board and like you were kind of a wallflower at first, and to some extent, you still kind of are. You just kind of play the background and just kind of let things happen in front of you, which is cool. Well, for me, it kind of
4: feels like I'm uh, I have this really special role that um, I feel like I got really lucky and won the lottery because I'm your friend, and 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 luckily, over the years, I've become you know the crew's friend, um, but. I was listening to the podcast alone uh, a lot, you know, in the middle of the night, I would download five or six episodes and listen to them. And and it would, you know, whatever I was going through uh, medical stuff or school stuff or breakups or whatever, I had the podcast to return to like, it was like having friends um, who I could laugh with and joke with. So you guys would make jokes and I would laugh because it it would give me a chuckle and make me feel good. And then all of a sudden, uh, you invited me to be on the show. And I was part of it like i we, we were doing it we even did it to the apartment a couple times in the hoodwoods when yeah. i was uh yeah you right. guys all would come over and uh and it was crazy you know we, we would drive over to your house you'd come over to my place and we'd all get together and i was now sitting in a room being there as the jokes were being made live and so i was still just but i was the same person listening and, and laughing and, and saying stupid shit you could just
0: hear me as opposed to you know, me, <laughs> like there were there were points where you were just a studio audience, and
1: sometimes you kind of need that, you know, like you need mm-hmm. the enjoyment of. I can relate to that because, like with the Mike and Bob show, like um, when you guys would do remotes and stuff, and you'd invite me to sit down with you, like I wouldn't say anything because I'm used to just listening, and like sending you a text message with like <laughs> something, you know, something like a joke or something like that, and it's kind of the same thing. I was just kind of sitting there and like, oh. Let me take it <laughs> Hold I, on, we can see right like something.
2: something. Yeah. Now, so I don't remember uh, Anton. I think you had already been on the show, but we hadn't met you and I yeah, until the con, until Baltimore Comic Con, yeah. when Dork Trick had a table up there.
4: Yeah, and that was that was huge for for me, and I think uh, a lot of ways because once you and I got to sit down and and chat and start talking about Green Lantern and stuff at that like crazy Mexican joint, I remember being outside and us talking shit. Mm-hmm it really was like a moment where my, you know, I was like, holy crap, I'm actually part of something. What is this? Uh, it was, you know, like you said, Bobby, I was studio audience. And so, uh, and then all of a sudden I realized I was, I was part of making the jokes. I wasn't just, uh, the guy laughing at the jokes and it became this, uh, I've never been part of something before. Um, like uh did not really have much of a family, not really have much of anything, so now, like, you're, just, now
0: you're just bumming me out, now, no, but it's true though,
4: cause it's awesome because it's a, it's an uplifting thing because now I get to be I'm part of the crew like that's massively huge it's awesome i, I rose Anton, you
1: know? sorry we're canceling the show
0: <laughs> no 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 we're just canceling you Aww. the, the show is staying but you i mean we got to got to go yeah.
2: you're a part of T&G door trick we're starting <laughs> DS9 door tricks
0: yeah so there's going to really be the
2: contract
0: Damn it. i'm like it's weird because as we're sitting here i'm looking up i forgot that we used to do two episodes a week like we would put out two episodes yeah. a week
1: yeah, the first ten, the first ten episodes, we did too.
0: I mean, time. it looks like I mean, this is D six, so that's that would be season four. Uh, we were still doing two episodes a week.
2: So when I came in on the third episode of Dork Trek, it was actually what the
1: one, two, three, four, the last fifth. outpost and where no one has gone before. Yeah. So
2: that would be the fifth and sixth episode yeah. of E and G.
1: Yeah, because well, we, the first one was the two parter.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we used to release episodes, I think, on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Yep. And we would do that. And I'm looking from April 2012 to May 2012, we had 15,477 downloads. Damn. I mean, this show was, I mean, for a podcast, I mean, that was huge. Yeah. I mean, granted, now we do one episode a week. Um, You know, we've taken, I mean, because I looked at the dates of the show, and we've taken – Two really substantial breaks, like um, because I thought we only took the one break, but when you look at the actual um, the breakdown of the uh, of the iTunes, because we're still on iTunes, we're still on Stitcher, we're still on all that jazz, um, we took a huge break. 2012, we stopped. Eleven twenty, 2012. We put out an episode. We put out two episodes in February of 2013, and then two. Three, four, five, six from uh, October to uh, November of that year. So in 2013, we only put out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven episodes.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. So in 2013, we had seven episodes, and then we didn't come back until 9 30, 2014, and we came back because of G.I. Joe. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. GI Joe, the GI Joe podcast saved this 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 Star Trek thing
1: and Twitter because I was watching it and like tweeting about GI Joe and you were watching it tweeting it. We realized we were both watching and tweeting. Like, <laughs> why don't we do a podcast? Yeah,
0: why don't we do a podcast about yeah. this?
1: I mean, I I got mean, time on my hands. I'm just sitting with my baby. And the
0: thing and the thing about it is too, like, despite the fact that we had almost two years off of the show, like, I would still get messages from people like, "Hey." When are you going to do Dork Trek? When are you going to do the podcast? When is the podcast coming back? And for something that is on the internet for free and for you to take almost two years off and still have people coming to you to want to do it, that's very rare. Because like Jenny said last week, it's all content. Yeah. Always have to have fresh content or people are just going to move on. And luckily for us, I mean, the hardcore fans have stuck around. So it's been really great.
2: Well, see, another mm-hmm. thing that we benefit from is when people subscribe, if you forget to unsubscribe, <laughs> when a new episode <laughs> comes out, it just automatically pops into the uh, yeah, iTunes scene. No, hey, it's it's great. And then they're like, hey, I got to unplay it. What the hell? Oh, Dork Trick. What?
1: Yeah. Also, I, think, like, I remember um, that show. I mean, there's been plenty of imitators, but nobody's done the same kind of Star Trek podcast we do. So, like, people who actually do like Star Trek and want to listen to a podcast that's, like, funny or makes fun of it, to some extent, because it's not that easy to do, honestly.
4: And there's a reverence to our bullshittery. I mean, let's be honest. We we love the show. I mean, we like dick jokes, too, but we, we like the show.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, like um, Trek FM, they, I don't know, we reference them all the time, but they're yeah. kind of, they're not even a competitor because they have a different format on yeah. how they handle Star Trek. I mean, even they inject humor in their shows. I think they still Some staff from us,
3: right?
1: Yeah.
2: And, yeah, and a <laughs> couple but of To life. be
0: fair, to be fair, we didn't do it for almost two years. So, I mean, they weren't
2: really stealing from anything. At that point.
3: The statute of limitations was
2: <laughs> Now, has anybody else, though, did anybody else guest over there?
0: I guessed it on uh, an episode, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I know that they invited Dennis and Manny... I don't know if you did you guys ever make it? I or, couldn't no, I couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, and because I've done they pull kept pulling me in for DS9 episodes.
0: Mm-hmm, which is great because that's what we're doing next.
2: Well, yeah, but now I feel awkward because it's like shit, I have to go check the old Trek FM to see if uh, I like yeah. that episode or not. Because your Trek FM he loves the episode, but on Dork Trek, he hated it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the, that's Thanks, the thing man. I think I realized personally watching this again is like some episodes that I didn't like as a kid. Now, you know, twenty five. Oh, yeah. 30 years later. And they're like, oh, that's a pretty good episode, actually. Yeah. You know, you kind of, as you move in different points of your life, Star Trek applies to you differently. Yeah. So. It's very yeah.
2: well, well, one of the things that Anton said takes it back oddly enough to the Christianity thing that Bob and I were talking about where you feel like you're part of something now. That's what draws people in. That's one of the things that why we get some of the socially awkward people that we get that you're like, oh, I just offended that person because they can't fit into other groups, Star Trek is like, oh, we're Star Trek. Join us. Right? And Star Trek fans in general are a lot more accepting of anybody. Yeah. Which, again, goes back to that, well, how can you be so intolerant? And like, you know, it's like, do you watch the show? (laughs) But for the people who do take the values of Star Trek and, and Starfleet and the Federation to heart... I mean it definitely changed my life. I mean Star Trek is one of these things that I grew up in a very racist all white town oh,
0: and you can tell because the way you said white. <laughs> you didn't say white, you said white and white. that's
2: real racist and real. Right. <laughs> I mean it was I mean it was pretty bad, right? But for me to be where I am in life with the job I have in IT with um I don't know the be- values that I have. I'm um,
0: your beautiful girlfriend
2: we would have never met because I would have never joined the Navy because I wouldn't have had hopes and dreams of serving on board the USS Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that, that was, it It was like air force or the Navy and the air force didn't have a starship enterprise. So it was like, all right, we're, we're good. <laughs> there <does> the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> they have an enterprise. <laughs> I, <see you. laughs> I, I don't see, I don't see any Lieutenant commanders in the air force. So, uh, you know, it's okay. You guys try.
3: Like a combat, guys. But anyway,
2: yeah, I know. Any- come on. Anyway, but, no, it it changed my life. I mean, I have a – yeah, I've got somewhat of a southern accent, but it's not nearly as bad as the people in my town have. You know, we get out there, and we're just doing all kinds of stuff, going over <laughs> Nellis this weekend. But because I watched Star Trek you – were, You were highly enlightened. <laughs> no, I, I heard what, you know – People, all that fancy talking like hey, you man, on that Star Trek show.
0: That that brown guy with the weird thing in his head, man, he talks funny. <laughs> he ain't sound like us. I know that boy ain't from around here. He
1: does science good. <laughs> he does science good. Almost Jew good.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. but I, and that's, so It was one of those things that, you know, it takes my life, and then it gets me – gets me here I mean with you guys and like Anton says you can if you find star trek fans anywhere you may not like them long term but at least you have a, a built-in social group.
0: See, that's the thing too. I feel like this has turned out to be a built-in social group because we were all at different stages in our lives at this point when we first started. Like Dennis, Dennis is married. He was married when we first started doing the pod, but he's got a, a baby and a baby on the way. And I have two kids and Anton is married now. And Ben and Jenny are 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 together and kind of living a more – Uh, I don't want to say sedimentary because that makes it sound boring, but I mean you guys are more homebodies, I guess you know. Like, this is the most socialization I do at all, really. And Jenny, Jenny
1: had a daughter, and she was in middle school, probably. I know. Yeah. Now she's a now she's a college kid. Yeah. You know, and she thought we were all weirdos then. She probably still thinks we're all weirdos (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) You know, but it's just like it's just the magic of the show, and like I always looked at Dork Trek as like like there's the the Star Trek fan community and I never thought we would ever be widely accepted by that group because of the subject nature and, and the topics we talk about and the interests we have and the points of view that we bring to it. I think like we are like, I don't want to say I don't want to see the VIP room because that makes it sound snooty, but we're like, we're the secret club inside the secret club of clubs. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. We're the guy behind the guy behind the guy, you know? Yeah, we are. If that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. I,
1: I think also like, um, more serious, more serious podcasts. I would imagine other Trek fans probably get more irritated listening to those because people give their opinions about what they think the episode really means, and to everybody, it means something different. But, you know, so they hear somebody say, "Oh yeah, this one, you know, Spock is really, you know, whatever, or Data is really developed this new capability, and it's really cool." And some people are like, "No, I hate that he did that." You know, so but if we say. Worf has two dicks. <laughs> yeah, you really or, you
2: know, <laughs> Riker was drunk the entire seven years. Okay. I mean, the only time it he was, me was wrong it, for that. sober. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I think the cool thing is that because Star Trek is so inclusive, it has such a wide net. Of course, there's going to be a, a section of the population that identifies with us that, you know, they watch Star Trek the same way that we do. They might've had the same thoughts that we did. And, you know, now we're putting out a show that it's like, Oh, Oh, every other Star Trek podcast is like really serious about it. I've never heard anybody talk about how yeah. she are getting raped. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs>
0: And like I like I said, I said last week, and I'll say it again, the thing that was kind of the tipping point for me was the episode, The Survivors, because I was watching the episodes in such quick succession. The Survivors episode is Kevin Hitler. That's where this guy who gets mad, he's like this omnipotent fellow, and he's, he's in love with this lady, and she gets killed by this race of like marauders. And so Kevin decides to eliminate all of them from existence. He, yeah he kills like 15 billion people and and the enterprise comes across him and they just choose to leave him there. Like, Oh, well his crime is he's alone. And like, they leave him in this illusion of peace and that's it that's it (laughs) and I'm just like what the hell is happening here and that was the one where it kind of started the ball rolling for me and then you just kind of watch the episodes differently because I would meet people and they would say I never thought about that I never that never came to my Mm -hmm. mind until you guys said something about it and every time I hear someone say that I take that as like a moral victory that makes sense yes Exactly. Like that's not the way it was intended. That's not the way the guy who wrote the episode wanted it to be perceived as. But in this t- modern times, being viewed through the eyes of like cynical, kind of uh, smart alecky, you know, uh, uh, thirty one on the low end to Ben being like sixty. That's how we <laughs> knew this stuff, man. You know. <laughs> No. I, always, I always take that as a victory. When someone goes, you got me. That was good. Then I go, yeah. that's all I need.
3: You don't you know, read the subtext there.
2: I uh, Sometimes I get a little annoyed because there's other – like Because Trek-
0: the kids are playing on your lawn?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, definitely that. But sometimes I hear other uh, – cin- you know, Trek FM, we used to joke on them that they were like the NPR –
1: of of the podcast. It's not a joke. I mean, that's just kind of what it is, you know, but
2: But they
3: love NPR. It's not, it's not a bad thing. Well, no, I don't think of the,
2: they've, they've actually grown and they've got other shows now besides the ready room that, you know, are, are more exciting, more argumentative, more, you know, out there with their concepts. But one of the things though, there's other shows, you know, bad boys of Trek kind of shows that try to be like us. So when I hear some of our jokes on those shows, there's that initial annoyance, like, you're ripping us off, man. But at the same time, I kind of feel good because it's like, you know what? We started that shit. Mm-hmm. This, this little Dork Trek show, and you guys are from across the country. We have You're not in any of our circles of friends or groups. The only reason you know us is because you listen to our show, and we were good enough for you to copy. Mm -hmm. And so I take that as a bit of a compliment too. I wish they'd stop and send their viewers to us. Oh, whatever, man. You know, (laughs) to be
0: fair, we didn't record for two years. Yeah, I mean, like, you're going to lose some momentum that way. And the fact that we have any listeners left surprises and amazes me every day. And I'm thankful that, like, that we can still kind of get together and hang out and do this podcast and people enjoy it and listen to it. That's cool to me. The fact that people were saying, like, when is the show going to come back? Are you guys that's great? Yeah, record again, like that made me feel wonderful. Granted, it was only like you know fifteen twenty people, but still, I mean, it's I mean,
4: that's fifteen twenty people.
0: Yeah, yes. considering the fact that we didn't record for almost two years.
1: Uh, well, see, I would, I would during, during the the intermission, the intervening period, because um, like, I would hang out with uh, Mike's band, the Fighting Jamesons, and. Mm-hmm. Every time we did a local show, every single time, somebody would come up to me and say, hey, when are you guys going to do the podcast again? <laughs> it's like, see, and that's the thing that I would tell people, too, that was a fan of the old commercial radio
0: show. They would say like, oh, man, I missed the old radio show. And I would always tell them, if you miss the old radio show, listen to Door Trek. That's as close as it's going to get. And this was even saying that we did a podcast with members of the old Mike and Bob show on it, which, yeah. which was nothing like our original show. The, hang on, my fridge is beeping. <laughs> the fridge is beeping? I was looking at my wife's ass. What, what happened? I thought
3: her ass was beeping. I wasn't sure what was <laughs>
0: going on. But yeah, <laughs> th- this is as close as you're going <laughs> to get to the original, the original show, is this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's got the same kind of, because we use Star Trek as a springboard.
2: Yeah, there, yeah.
0: Are, there are things that we're going to talk about, common themes that are going to get discussed, and you have no idea where it's going to go from there. You have no clue. I mean, I mean, the things that have come up in this show are just—it's preposterous.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Gene Roddenberry intended Star Trek to be like an inspirational show, as well as <laughs> for us to reflect on our current life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's all we're doing—we're reflecting on our current, you know, state of affairs. Are you saying this?
0: Are you saying this podcast, Dennis, is in Gene Roddenberry's exact vision? Yes.
1: Yes, this was his end game. Brilliantly put. I agree with you
2: 100%, Dennis. I really wish he would
1: have lived long enough to see us.
2: <laughs> see, I was more of the opinion that we could solve the energy crisis by, uh, as he's spinning in his grave, <laughs> making that to a generator. Yeah. No, I mean, very it, turbine.
3: <laughs> you might have liked show.
2: He might, He he was a bit of a freak. He was. So
0: <laughs> At least we're not running around like uh, bastardizing his name like his dumb son. I mean, oh. we're, we're holding him in very high esteem. Like the show itself, I mean, you know, when we met like LeVar Burton and all those, dudes, <laughs> I was thinking like, oh my God, what if they listen to the podcast and they're like deeply offended by the things we're saying about them? But, I mean, if they are, it's almost like fuck them. Like they don't... <laughs> You know, and I know that sounds weird to say because it's 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 people again we hold in very high regard, but if you get offended by stuff like this, then you're taking yourself way too seriously and I look yeah. at Star Trek that way, like if you're offended because I say that uh that Riker is 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 a serial rapist who is constantly intoxicated, then you're you're the problem,
3: and you're <laughs> obviously not watching the show,
0: yeah, you know. <laughs> If you if you have you're a problem, Tim Russ. yeah. If you're Tim Russ, he's <laughs> a total fucking asshole. <laughs> he maybe had a bad day. Yeah. You know what, Dennis? I've had bad days, but I'm still nice to the guy at fucking Starbucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just mean to my kids. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I'm amazed at how many people have listened over the years. Um, I'm amazed at. I don't it, it brings a connection out and it's really nice still to go to cons and have people, you know, know from you know, no door trek.
0: But tell me though, tell me though you're not when someone says, Oh, I've listened to your podcast, it's not fifty fifty. You're not like, Oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, cool. Like you have to kinda it's for me it was always fifty fifty. It was always like, Oh.
2: Yeah. Well you can usually always, tell.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can normally because if they're alone and they and on their um their their calm is a cross and I'm like this ain't for you lady like no offense but you're not going to dig this Dennis is Muslim you're not going to want to listen to this or you're just going to listen to try to convert Dennis
1: this is (laughs) a show with a Muslim and a Jew on it
0: We we hit a a, lot of and a a potty mouth woman who says cunt a lot
3: (laughs) (laughs) all cuts all of you
2: I mean it's you know I don't know it's just one of those things for those people I can usually spot yeah they get offended like i before i started repping our other podcast you yeah. can say what it is
0: you're not hurting family. no
2: Well, yeah but I mean, with dork trek and and jenny with mouthy broadcast and stuff i was still trying to you know sell the comics and so i would get table space at cons for you know my old reality of i comics. wish
0: you would because i missed that book it's very good it was good well, stuff. i can
2: send you another copy um but if you missed it it. it's downstairs I bought it from you but the thing was is that you know I had somebody come up and you know my comic was somewhat political and you know I'm sitting there with you know I've got the dork trick uh We'd always have a stack of the flyers that you'd give us. You know, we were trying to still sell the Gowron posters. Those things my- were great. Those Gowron posters were awesome. And we they still were. try to sell. That's We've kept enough. those things for. We finally found them again. And So it's like if we ever sell those things, I'm sending you money.
0: Oh, well, when you I come back, no, I don't want money. I don't want money when I come you
1: back. you should start trying to push them again this year. Yeah. This election year.
2: There, yeah. yeah, I mean, all the shows, I'll have them at the table. When I come yeah. back, I want one because I want to. I want to hang it up yeah. into my house because
0: I love that thing.
1: Oh I'm yeah, put it in my front yard. Now that I have a front yard to put it in. Actually,
3: I was kind of thinking we could probably slap it on a T-shirt.
1: Yeah, that would be good. Like, That'd be really cool. That thing is awesome.
0: Like I love that Garon. That 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 was one of the first things that we did that almost like went viral. Yeah, like it was everywhere for a little yeah. while. And people like when we had it at cons, people were like, "Oh, that's great!" Because for those of you that don't know, it was. It was, uh, I guess, after Barack Obama got elected, what, 2008? This was 2011, 2012, somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, going into the new election.
0: Going into the new election, and his whole thing was that Hope poster. We made one of Garon because it was the episode of uh, Ascension, and it was Garon, and underneath Garon, it was that same Hope kind of image, and it said, "Kapla." Kaplaw! <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. Kaplaw! And they were really killer. Like, that was a really great idea. And Jenny, you designed the poster, right? mm mm-hmm. huh I mean, like it's, it was all just kind of like that was the, the brilliance of the podcast. Like we would take something like Barack Obama, the first black man elected president in the United States of America, and turn it into a Star Trek joke, turn his idea of hope and change and vision for this country as a whole, and we turned it into a Klingon, a Klingon tag. and it worked and it worked
2: brilliant. you know they, they don't sell as well as you would think in d c Well no. I, I, I had high hopes, but I thought, hey, they're more political up here. No, they're not.
1: She's sent no. it to uh, – what's his name? Robert O'Reilly? Who's Robert O'Reilly?
2: Oh, Bill. Gal- 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 Bill Gal- O'Reilly? Oh, no.
0: Ben who? Ben ben O'Reilly? O'Reilly?
1: The guy who played Galron. Isn't that uh, Robert O'Reilly? Blah!
0: I don't know what his name
2: is. Ben. I just know he's that weird cat looking dude with the he's, buggy eyes. He's
0: a weird looking cat know his
1: name
2: Ben? I don't know I don't know actor names. That was always my my weakness with Star Trek. No, you
0: just don't know Klingons because you're you're you, much like Captain Kirk, are a racist towards Klingons. Let them die. Hey <laughs> but, damn! Well, they, they killed his son. Yes,
1: with, Klingon
0: Bastards killed my son. With the two dicks. He couldn't take it. <laughs> 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 he couldn't take it. Poor David. <laughs> poor David. <laughs> With his he how he
3: lived.
2: <laughs> yeah, I look forward to the future of this program because I know we're doing the TNG movies next. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We're doing DS9, and when we finally get around to the original series and uh, the original series movies,
0: well, we we're a long way away from that. Yeah,
2: if anybody's still alive that remembers be the original series, well, yeah, you guys will be, but us old folks that were around, you know, back in the day. This is the
0: 50th anniversary, man. That's really that's gotta be cool for you.
2: It it is. Um I, I wish uh they had done a movie for the fiftieth anniversary. They didn't. Um I, I there, Yeah, there's gonna be a... uh Jar Jar Abrams is doing another one of his space Space adventures. motorcycles. <laughs> it's yeah. that, shit looks, that shit looks dope, son. I'm excited. Like, your, I watched that entire thing. There's one scene that I Did your syllabus? No. Nah. The, the McCoy-Spock scene. Yeah. Well, if we're going to die, we're going to die together. Spock beams out. Right. He turns around, and he does the Dork Trek line. Well, that's just typical. <laughs> I mean, and I, I instantly thought of us. It's like Jesus. Now even Jar Jar stealing from us. Well, I mean, he's <laughs> this guy.
0: Well, I mean, I you know, I, I don't mind the movies. I hope it's not as derivative from the uh, from the last film. I hope he's doing his own thing with this one. I hope it's going in another direction.
2: Well, yeah, this will be the uh, prequel for the sequel of the new Fast and the Furious. Uh,
0: nice. Furious. Hey, I like huh? those movies too. So I'm uh, I'm excited.
1: Warp Fast, Warp Furious.
2: Oh, that'd be so good.
0: But I mean, we, there's also hot rumors of a new TV series, which
2: would be cool. Well, yeah, but it's going to be like web only. That's fine. Whatever. No, whatever. We've got
0: yeah. the internet.
1: If they move all of the Star Trek episodes streaming over to CBS, then everybody will get it anyways. So I
0: would spend nine bucks a month just for Star Trek. I mean, I basically do it now with
1: Netflix. Yeah. Amen to that. I'm sure they'll have other good shows on there as well.
0: Nah, probably not because most CBS shows suck dog. <laughs> I
2: mean, <But> yeah. <laughs> show. If they move Star Trek, they'll also move Twilight Zone. They'll move like, maybe, all the other New Newhart.
1: Newhart will be on there maybe. Oh, I, I oh, like Newhart.
2: Love that. Now you're talking about the Bob Newhart show
1: or Newhart? No, Heart?
0: no, Newhart. The one oh, where right. he runs the bed and breakfast where he wakes up at the end and Suzanne Plachette's there. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that series. That's great recall.
1: That is the one with, uh, um, what's it's his name? With his brother Daryl and his other okay. brother Daryl. Right,
0: Anton. Uh, Anton. Okay, there used to be a show called the Bob Newhart Show that was on in the seventies. 70- wait,
1: wait, 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 Bob, hold on. Yes. There used to be
2: an actor.
0: <laughs> he's no, he's still alive. Bob Newhart's still around.
2: Uh, let, let let's let's not mention yeah. any celebrity names. <laughs> I
3: learned that lesson the hard way a couple days ago. How's that? Uh, what, uh, we really mentioned Evagoda, and oh, then that was on Tuesday, he's and this show was supposed to come out on Tuesday, and then died that morning <laughs> I mean, oh. that's
0: 2016 man and to be fair Abe Vigoda was 94 years old yeah.
3: yeah you had no yeah but we were talking about how how weird it was that he was still alive and david bowie and alan rickman were dead and going on about how it was so weird that he's still alive and then he died
1: oh, who's that guy we we're talking about in twilight zone He <laughs> must have been listening
3: yeah <laughs>
1: To death. Um, oh, I missed yeah.
3: my appointment.
2: <laughs> Murray Hamilton showing up everywhere. Yeah, no, but um, um, uh, New, Bob Newhart, had
0: a, he's a comedian, and he, had okay. a, and he had a TV show in the 70s that Mary Tyler Moore produced called The Bob Newhart Show, and he was a psychiatrist in Chicago, and his wife was played by the very attractive Suzanne Plachette, and I believe she was in, wasn't she in The Birds? Wasn't she in a Hitchcock film?
2: I don't think it was The Birds, though. I
0: want to say she was in a Hitchcock film.
2: Yeah, but The Birds was Tippi Hedren, wasn't it? Let's see here.
1: Suzanne Pio. I'm look her up just to see how hot she is. What's funny about she, Bob Newhart is he got famous, basically, for doing one-sided phone call bits. Yeah,
2: that was <laughs> – And he would do those, though, in – both. he was wow. great at it. She, she is hot. Yeah, oh Suzanne
0: shit. beautiful. Um, wow. What, what – uh, She was in The Birds. She played I, a supporting wow. role in the Alfred Hitchcock film *The Birds*. Yeah, she was in *The Birds*. Yeah, she was in *The Birds*. Huh. And *The Lion King* too. She was also in *The Ugly Dachshund. Hmm. But she was a uh, she was Flash. an actress, and she played and she's beautiful. She's in a great Columbo episode. She's oh, she's smoking hot, and she played um, his wife. And then that show went off the air in '78. Just kind of went away because that's what happened. And then Bob Newhart got another TV show called *Newhart*, where he was. Uh, the proprietor of a bed and breakfast in Vermont and that show ran for a couple years and was very successful at the end of that show Bob Newhart was laying in bed I guess the finale the series finale he woke up and looked over to his wife who wasn't the woman from the old from the new show it was the woman from the old show Suzanne Pluchet, and he just said I had the craziest dream and that was kind of how it ended which is really kind of neat you know
2: I told you not to have Chinese before bed.
0: Yeah, yeah, he said something weird like that, and yeah, Newhart got famous basically from doing like phone call pits. Like that
1: was his yeah, whole sh- customer service. Or, yeah, you know,
2: yeah, and he would always he would. I love that he would always work that into both series. Yeah, where he would like have a phone call from a patient on the old show, or he would have somebody call the inn on the new show.
1: And yeah, every,
2: yeah, if if yeah, you ever get a chance to watch videos of his old uh, material, it, it's hilarious. His name is Bob
0: Newhart? Bob Newhart. Yeah. Yeah, the Bob Newhart, the Bob Newhart show grew on me when I first started watching and I didn't care for it. i um, never
4: heard of it, but it sounds and, cool.
0: And the, uh, the, his secretary at the medical office is Edna Krabappel from The Simpsons. Yeah. Nice. Who just died recently, God rest her soul.
2: And his best friend <laughs> is an airline pilot played by uh, Major Healy.
0: Yeah, Major Healy from Hydrea from G. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, the I guess, his other doctor friend who's a dentist looks like uh, Mike D's dad. <laughs> like, he's just he's got this big, jewy afro. He's awesome. <laughs> it's a really great show. Like, the Bob Newhart show is really good. And Suzanne Pluchette's in it, and she's just incredibly attractive.
4: That's it. She looks hot from these pictures, right. and that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's good
0: show. But, anywho, um, so yeah, that would be cool if CBS ran Newhart. I'd be into that. Yeah. Yeah, most of their new shows now are kind of shitty. Like, they lead the way in really bad, like, prom-
2: <laughs> everyone likes, you know? See, I, I loved Flash. I love Arrow. And they that's said... On the CW,
0: oh, on that's, that's CW, man. Hold
2: on, but CBS co-owns CW. So then they said, hey, the same people who made Flash and the same people who made Arrow are getting together to make Supergirl. But it's going to be on CBS Television Network. Yeah, I, it, oh, I... I will give this a try. Oh, but it's not technically in the same universe, kind of, but it might be, okay, well, I'll still give it a try. And then it sucked. And I had to endure that for five episodes because I wanted to be able to give it an honest opinion, and it sucked.
0: But isn't that, isn't that more of a DC problem, though, because DC yeah. did, wants to connect as opposed to a CBS problem?
2: Well, see, though, you've got Flash, Arrow... And uh, was it Legends of Tomorrow? And these are all just phenomenal on CW. And CW, I hate CW because they're always that teen love angst shows, right? Dawson's Creek kind of stuff. Gives me a boner. But and so you expect that's how they're going to treat you know Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, and they don't. Yeah, it's it's like I. I almost cry. I'm bouncing on the couch at how good Flash is. and
0: I've heard Flash is great. The one thing I will say is – I don't like Arrow
2: that
1: much.
0: Arrow's too Batman-y. It's too derivative of Batman for me.
1: Agreed. Man, I well, hate see that, all the women on that show. They, all they, hate, they
2: hate all the women. <laughs> they're just terrible characters. Jeez. We won't judge your lifestyle. But <laughs> they. Uh, one of the things they've done with Arrow, and this goes back to the Smallville days, is because of the movies – there's certain things the television guys can't touch and Batman is one of them you can't touch Batman because they're going to be movies
0: but then they have Gotham which I heard isn't all that great either I like it Gotham's awesome
1: they ruined they ruined Gordon in that season finale the new season 2 the well the mid-season finale did he
2: shave his mustache was that, was that the thing it's like, it was finally coming in and then he shaves and they're like, ah, oh, you'll never be commissioner now, Gordon. Yeah, I mean, Snyder's uh,
4: written him without a mustache and uh, super heavy, the new story arc for 52. So that's there. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there. Comic stuff.
0: Just saying. Yeah. But, but I mean, this, this, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's such a flawed
2: premise. that every, well, you and I talked about that with the whole, you know, Batman being Jesus. Yeah. Yes. You know, we know he's born. He has his origin story. And then we he want to away for I, years. Yeah. We, we don't want to see the in between. Yeah, and know how old does, is
0: like up. we see Joker now when Batman's like six. That means Joker's it's, No,
4: no, no It's not. We don't. No. I don't know. It's pretty
1: definitive that we do not.
4: Yeah, it's very one hundred percent we do not see the Joker. No, you haven't
1: seen the Joker yet? <laughs> no. It's really well, cool how have. they do it. Maybe we well, have.
4: But he would have to be like Bruce's age, or maybe
1: no, but a I mean, little younger. Because at the end of that episode, they show like all the other people who watched.
4: Fair point. The psychological breakdown. It's good, but that's a, that was a cool story point. I did dig that.
0: I don't know. That show looks. That show. I'm just gonna say that show I looks don't good. like. I just not like the last thing they had Gordon
1: do. That uh. wasn't right.
0: I like. I do like Donald Logue.
1: I, I get where you're coming from. I'm on, sorry. That?
0: Donald Logue plays the other guy. Um, the shadier uh,
1: detective. Yeah, bullet Harvey.
0: Yeah, but again, like it's all the ages are just too
3: far off.
2: Yeah. That's, That's why one. I'm I'm loving Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and I I was not a Marvel person growing up.
3: That could be why you kind of like it too, because you're not as like attached
2: as to them. It. Yeah,
0: I tell you what though, I like uh, I like Vincent D'Onofrio, so he's cool. Oh, he's, he's so
2: good. good! Oh my God, his Kingpin is phenomenal. It really is. Like he is right on the edge of just losing his shit totally. <laughs> All he's doing is ordering. Water. <laughs>
1: it's fantastic. It's kind, of like, uh, it's kind of like Benjamin Sisko in that aspect. Like when yes, mad, his voice starts getting higher. <laughs> he just doesn't do the close
4: talking thing. <laughs> I am here to talk to you. Holy shit, Sisko, back up!
0: And that's the one thing that I will say because we're gonna do the the films next. The uh the five films. Or the four films after this recap, and then you yeah. are on to DS Nine, and I gotta tell you, man, I'm eleven episodes in, and DS Nine is brilliant. Like it's the man, shit, right? I told you, it's great. Like My I can't, favorite. I can't believe how wonderful it is. Like there's no hiccups early on. Like with 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 TNG, there's that first season kind of like, oh, uh, it's it's real bumpy.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've heard people say like Move Along Home, like people didn't like that episode. But I thought it was pretty cool. What TNG? Yeah. No, DS9. Okay. The Long Home episode.
2: Where they play the game. Yeah. They get yeah, stuck the in game's the
0: game. all right. I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's not that bad, but it's okay. But I mean, like, the first season of TNG is really bumpy. The second season, the saving grace is plansky Like, if, it's, if it wasn't
2: for her, mm-hmm. the, it's just all shit. And I everybody like, hated her.
0: She was great. Yeah. I thought she was cool.
2: Well, see, my thing was I hated her the first time through, but... Again, pressure. like well, like Dennis was saying though, is not watching it older. I really could appreciate Pulaski a lot more, and I tell people, it's like, no, you go watch it again. Oh, I hate yeah. Pulaski second She's season. Great. And it's like, no,
1: she had go watch it again. in her yeah. what twenty episodes or whatever yeah. that she was in. True anybody almost she, she
0: was she was essentially bones with a vagina she's like a walking buzzkill. like she's like You're <laughs> fucking morons
1: <laughs> but like, when they wanted to develop wharf they used her to bring yeah out yeah, yeah. worse personality you know yeah. she was see you
2: know, i, I would have loved to have seen her in wharf Turn into kind Bang. of a no, a, a kind of a, a Spock McCoy relationship. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if they banged. i would be all right. That actually, thinking about it, that'd be kind that of dope. Be yeah. the thing that was kind of making
0: them crabby towards one another. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice, like a like little like moonlighting. On.
2: Yeah, well, I, think, I think Worf respected yeah. her because she was a tough ass woman.
3: Yeah.
2: she right? could take <laughs> two dicks. She wouldn't take his shit, but she'd yeah. take his two dicks. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: yeah. I really, yeah, but yeah, you're right, Dan. It's like they use Polanski to kind of move Worf along, and then season three it's just like. like Like it just took off. Well, not just
1: for data, also. Yeah. But uh, you could always Roger tell
0: dad. the 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 wheels were always in motion with data. Like I felt the first season, they were just trying too hard to make him like he's an important character. He's a robot. He's going to have human feelings. I think. Oh man, you know what I mean? Like if, well, in the
1: first season, nobody was really weirded out by yeah. a robot, which they think which they would have been more. Oh totally. Know? When she, yeah, when she comes in, she has a natural reaction. She's like. Yeah. You're a robot. You're not a yeah. person. What are you doing? And
0: here? it seems like, weird because people have more reactions to him later after they've been working with him for five years. Like the one episode where he takes over the ship and he's the captain. Everybody's like, "Yeah, I don't think you're the captain, dude." Which is essentially just kind of the episode when uh, Spock gets stuck on the Galileo with the black guy and bones. It's the same episode except yeah. they have bigger ships. And, yeah, and he's just kind of being a uh, just being Data, and then people are kind of standoff. It's like, "Whoa, Data! Whoa, whoa." Like, dude, this motherfucker's been in Starfleet for like twenty years. Like, he's the third in command on the flagship. He knows what he's doing. Like, he saved your ass countless times. Back, like, calm the fuck down. Back the shit up. Right. You know? All right. So, but yeah, it's weird that they're just like, oh, he's a robot. Cool. Oh, he has. Uh, he's anatomically correct. Cool. Oh, he had sex with the uh, sec- the security chief. Okay.
2: Yeah, but who hasn't?
0: Well, willingly, she hasn't had sex with robot. No rape <laughs> gangs. The gangs
2: run, kitty, run. <laughs> Did they rape the cat? that's not. the thing is she was safe. That's why she was telling the cat to run. <laughs> they never. They weren't like people rape gangs. <laughs> they were cat
1: rapists. Yeah, they they people were confused because they would always say, "Give us that pussy." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So, but I mean, like, I I don't know how much longer we go on. I mean, it's eleven fifteen on a wednesday yeah um, whatever you guys want to do dennis how are you holding up over there are you doing okay i'm fine right, i'm just making sure man like if someone wants to give it the old hook i'm okay i don't care i'm, a, I'm golden bro i'm having a nice time me too um, but yeah have
3: it's question, just, for yes. Yes. Really? question for you guys it, with the, the klingon two dick configuration
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: is this like two dicks stacked up on top of each other like this or is it two
0: dicks? Side, side, side by side. Side by the, side. Side by side. Because yeah. if they were stacked up on each other, then where would the the four balls,
1: balls go? Yeah. I
3: don't know. Like underneath or something. Or like yeah. around. Because I mean, like like if
0: they were top. on top, then you would have balls on top and then balls... Yeah, are-
1: you would know this if you actually had a dick ball <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me show...
2: Hold on, guys.
0: Yeah, let's see a bit. Let me... let me
2: <laughs> see. All right. see. Now, this one is here, and then you've got... <laughs> y- you- so oh, that's how
3: it works? This is a great
2: idea. They would be, okay, so you'd have one here, and then you would have another one like here where my taint is, <laughs> it would be a little higher.
3: I thought it might be like just two sets of balls stacked on top of each no,
0: no, other. No, 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 that, no that, that wouldn't make sense. Move your okay.
1: hand. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering where they had the microscope. At. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Magnify. Now, now they would be next to each other. They would be but like this. If they were
3: stacked, and, then you could get like the. Double penetration action
1: going on. And what would be interesting is like one starts getting a semi, and the other one is just still flaccid,
3: <laughs> and it just like flicks the other one out of the way, like if it's yeah. the bottom. <laughs> it's,
1: the, it's
0: the dominant one. <laughs> it's, like, See, there was, it's like people with bad eyes. Sometimes you have a dominant <laughs> eye, sometimes you have a weaker eye, sometimes you have a dominant dick, and sometimes you have a, a weaker dick.
4: A weaker dick. Did I was kind of. You take I mean, two Viagra. Or? <laughs> Like, how does that work? Uh, does, is the erection longer than eight hours, sweet. and then you take?
0: Yeah, if it's longer than eight hours.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> oh, no, you have to time each one, I would think. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's okay. concurrently. But no, I actually, there was a guy who has two dicks, and he was on Reddit. And I was a little disappointed when I was reading the Ask Me Anything that they did with a guy. They didn't mention Klingons or now, Dork Trek. Now how do, well, so, I mean, you know, come on. Man. And, and he had the side-by-side configuration. So how, does he, how did that happen, though? He was born that way. That's pretty and funny. they both work, and they like they're full on datas. They fully functional. So
0: it's like milk and a cow.
2: Well, I mean, and he he talked about his uh, weird ass sex life, and you know, did
3: so, he have four balls? Also, no,
2: no, he only had he only had the two. Uh, well, how does
1: his refractory period
2: work? Like, could he? I mean, I'll try. I'll try to find the, link. the next one. <laughs> yeah,
4: could you like? Could you like stroke one out on one, and then I'll immediately be ready to go on the other? Like that
2: would be no awesome. downtime. I don't know. I, I know you, you know what though? that would be. worked better than the other. Though. Too
0: much thrusting. Too much thrusting for me.
1: Although that would still be cool to like just work on one and then both ejaculate at the same time.
0: <laughs> okay, so if it's a motorboat, when
4: you stick your head between two tits, what is it when you stick your head between two cocks if they're connected? Why
1: to the are you sticking it between? You need to put that's both in your mouth. Baby. I was going to say that. that's
4: like <laughs> I'm just called
2: both Jeez. cheeks. Trying to figure it out, man. It's science. It's, it's like why you have ears.
1: Uh, I, I like it's science. Called, it's called the Coney, Island. <laughs> the
2: Coney <laughs> Island. If you do it fast enough, it's the Coney Island. The Coney, Coney Island yes. smile.
0: Coney Island, the Coney Island smile. <laughs> that's awesome. Ooh, and that's, that's and I mean, the Coney Island smile is the brilliance of this podcast. I mean, because... Yeah. They, you know where are you going to get this stuff? <laughs> and, Jenny, and this all started from an innocent question that Jenny had, like, where, where, where do they go? Like, I mean, I would, uh, it would be like a, a Klingon, uh, a son talking to his dad, like, Dad, where, where do my dicks go? Like, do they? Go?
4: <laughs> and then Worf would say to Alexander, "You're a pussy. Shut up." Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even I mean, I
1: mean, what I thought was funny about Jenny's question is like, because um, in most like. TNG retrospective shows. They was let me ask you guys a question. What's your favorite episode? Right now? <laughs> no. Jenny's no. question is about the configuration of Klingon dicks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good question because we've mm-hmm. dis- we've discussed the uh, the multiple dick theory here for quite some time. And again, this was all cl- this was all the show's doing because they mentioned in the episode where I believe Worf was injured.
2: Yes, that, he that broke Kling- his back,
0: and he broke his back. That he's very hard to do surgery on because he has redundant organs. organs.
2: So Which we, saved his life, didn't it? If yes. I recall that episode, like mm-hmm. he, when he flatlined. Yeah, he had
0: an extra heart. Yep. So why, mm-hmm. wouldn't he, why wouldn't he have four testicles? And if he's got four testicles, why wouldn't he have two dicks? I mean, you know, granted, it's not exact science or canon by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but I'm just, yeah. going, I'm just going on the example
2: that they give us. It's so logical. that's all we can do. Now, holding to canon, though... i love watching I'm Dennis, like... <laughs> so I'm we, not
3: talking about oh. playing on dicks. No.
2: So with canon, you know, the old thing was if it's not on screen, it didn't happen. So yes. that's why the books and everything doesn't count. Which is a bummer, because there's some pretty good novels. But now, mm-hmm. see, with this... Oh, yeah, Strangers from the Sky is my favorite one. But for this one, for the, the the, the you know, D-square position that... <laughs> D-square. Has, <laughs> ...has taken... <laughs> I like. I prefer <laughs> you call it the multiple dick theory. The, okay, so the <laughs> <square>. <laughs> so with the MDT <laughs>
0: multiple dick theory. <laughs> yes. So it makes it sound sciency.
2: That's what Star Trek would do. They would right. jazz it up. We have seen. Kling we have crazy. seen nothing on any aired episode or movie that disproves this theory. Mm-hmm. So That's we ha- We have not. Seen or heard anything that would say that we were wrong? It's good that you're coming to grips with this, Ben. No, I, I'm completely against it. Is and, it like
3: a quantum multiple dicks, like they both uh, exist? Until, until and the, don't
2: exist. It's like Schrodinger's cock. I got you. Yes.
3: Okay.
2: Worf's cock is the Schrodinger's cat of the future. <laughs> it's the Schrodinger
0: spot. It works. It's completely good. Don't. Forget. And then they we can, also
1: they can't both occupy the same space at the same time.
0: That's why they're next to each other. Yes.
1: That's why Jed Zia looks so beat up
2: sometime later in the fifth season. Count the spots. Count the spots.
0: She's so hot. That's so weird that Worf marries a guy. Like, I can't wait to tell <laughs> <laughs> like, it's. So- he, he marries an old Klingon dude, and it's badass. <laughs> like, I can't wait to get to that. Like It's going to be so good. I, can't, I, can't I feel like we should just review that episode first. <laughs> like, just <laughs> to get it out of the way.
3: No, we need to build up to it. Because we're all
0: my mind is going to think about is... Worf marries an old Klingon dude <laughs> who was in the body of a really hot chick.
2: You're just That's jealous. Well, she like, wasn't technically a Klingon. <laughs> I mean, she or he, any of the Daxes. It's just that he was very honored amongst the Klingons of that yeah. era. Like Picard. So, like like yeah.
0: Picard. So it's like she it's like Worf <laughs> <Mary> marries
4: Picard. <laughs> Picard. Well, that would kind of be like uh what is that one episode called? What Sons of the Father or something? Where they all turn their back on uh, Worf and then yeah. and
0: Picard walk out together?
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying.
0: It's, anything's possible, which is a great yeah, episode. And yeah. she also
2: hooked up with... Uh, an older version of Dax hooked up with McCoy. Nice. because so, so wait, so
0: Worf has McCoy sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds.
2: Yeah. Oh, dude. Because That's when, fantastic. Wait, is this
1: a male or female version of Dax?
2: Uh, female, and she went to... She knew him when he was at Old, Old Miss... Oh, I'm sorry, Ole Miss oh, and Ole Miss, Old Miss, O L Rebels. In the and she said, even night. then, he had hands Space, of a surgeon. The Space Rebels. Now, was he wearing sleeves? Was what I. wanted Oh, we don't see him back
0: then. This never is her when I know. I'm just saying, he never wore yeah. sleeves, DeForest Kelly. Well, yeah, because
2: when you operate, they don't wear gloves anymore.
0: Yeah, sometimes he has sleeves, sometimes he doesn't. It just he he's he's like a soccer player. where like, he has the short sleeve version on today.
2: Like, oh, he's got the short sleeve kit on.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Merchandising,
0: yeah, merchandising, merchandising. But yeah, I mean this. Show, I mean, we do we we work with what
2: they give us. See, my thinking on it is that we wouldn't be here for five fucking years. You know, I mean, there was times that I mean, back when it was two episodes, an episode. Okay, so there's two epi- two hours down to watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that would be four because we recorded two at a time. So now we're down... Two at a time! Four Just hours. Like dicks. And so now <laughs> we're looking at maybe six hours that you spend seven hours between the setup, the watching the episodes, recording driving the
1: episodes. Hampton. Yeah.
2: yeah, Dennis driving, me having to sit there and wait for Jenny to pick me up and drive me over because I didn't have <laughs> a car then because I was a cartoonist. And unemployed otherwise, so yeah, it was uh, it was quite an investment. I will say
0: that the yeah. the Zoom US app saved this podcast because I was going back and listening to some of the episodes that we we um, we took the breaks during, and the audio quality is complete and utter bullshit. Like it sounds terrible. And with the Zoom app that we use now, it's Zoom.us. If you have a podcast and you have people remotely and you're looking for ways to record, Zoom.us is the best version of anything you can use. The audio quality is fantastic and everything records an app. That saved this podcast. And I just reached out to the dudes from Trek FM because they had impeccable audio quality. And I said, hey, Mm -hmm. man we want to start doing the dork trick podcast again. What do you guys use? And he's like, we use all this other stuff and zoom. And I was like, cool. And I've been yeah. a- forever since. And it's, it really did. It saved this podcast, man.
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, like, it's so easy.
0: And we were, tr- cause we were trying to do it over Google and Google. I mean, no offense to the Google people, but they're, App sucks, and then yeah. like trying to record all three, you know four pieces of audio separately, and then syncing them up, and it was just the biggest pain in the balls. Like this also, is
1: Google was good with like the pirate hats and the
0: yes, yes, the uh, yes, that is the one thing with the with the pirate hats. And so the visual things that we enjoy that no one else can see Google. <laughs> you know, and the cool part about Zoom is I'm sure we could say, hey, can you guys add apps where we can wear pirate hats and shit? They probably would do it because they're an unbelievable company. But I mean, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this. And yeah,
2: that's and what you your microphone, Bob. Yeah. you The microphone with the uh, little uh, green indicator of who yeah, was talking. I,
0: I asked, I was like, hey, I need a level. Indicator so I can see what everybody's doing. Next time we recorded it was there. I was impressed. Very impressed. Yeah. And again, and I mean now all we have to do is send links to each other and here we are.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's the sharing is amazing. I mean yeah, that yeah. you, you literally just say, Oh, here's the link. And you can dial in on your phone.
0: Yeah. Manny records on his phone even though we haven't seen him in a while because yeah. he's he's taken a hiatus.
3: And they're also not a sponsor of this show. No.
2: <laughs> but they should be.
0: They're great. I mean, I can't say it enough. They're fantastic.
1: Cool, I mean. They've earned I mean, free advertisement.
0: Yeah, they've earned. I mean, it's all record. It's in-app recording. Like, you yeah. just hit the button, and then all you have to do is convert it over. I'm getting, It's getting boring. All you have to do is convert it over to MP3 in Adobe, and you're done. That's
2: it. Yeah. It's, well, it's now, freaking now, brilliant. For the f- the free version, I think you're limited to like forty five minutes of recording. Yeah. And then the paid version, like I, I went ahead and paid for the year. Yeah. Right? And I, it's it's like a 99, it's ninety nine bucks a month or something. Ninety nine yeah. bucks a year. Yeah. So it comes out to less than ten bucks a month. And you can record this has been going on for how long? Like sixteen hours now in this uh recap episode. <laughs> So I mean it's it's Hey, it's, hey,
0: hey, I offered to leave twenty <laughs> minutes ago and you guys are like, no, we're good. So yeah, we're good. I want to talk about Klingon on dicks and hang out with my friends. Yeah. This is fantastic.
2: See, so. I think that's part of what gets the show back together though, is that we all get lonely for each other because we yeah. spent so much time together and it's like,
0: I, I miss the guys. It's true, except Dennis. Dennis just he's just doing this because he lives in fear, constant fear of
2: pregnant of a pregnant foreign woman.
1: <laughs> now, is it bad though, Dennis, that I, I saw 30, the light? What did you say, Dennis? May 30th, can I not get here soon enough?
2: <laughs> is, is it bad that just before I saw her reflection, I saw like a dark shadow go across <laughs> your face? Yeah. And, you know, and I was—I didn't know if I was going to see her or Maury Hamilton. Just, you
1: know. almost, yeah. Well, Dennis lives and in if fear. If people want to get that joke, then they need to listen to our Patreon. <laughs>
0: And hopefully that 'll be coming soon too i mean it's just it 's just very cool man i 'm just really excited. Um, it's just it's just fun and I'm I'm looking forward to the prospects and like we've recorded two Twilight Zone episodes that we're hopefully gonna release on Patreon. So mm-hmm. that's pretty rad. So I mean like we're actually recording more now, which is cool because it's just it's just fun. And I can and now I get to watch Deep Space Nine, which is Killer, and the Twilight Zone.
1: Like that Which is just, awesome. Yeah,
0: that's perfect. Like if we could just do a podcast about Sven my life would be unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. that's all I need at this point now. You
1: know? Oh, one thing that I did ah. see when I was when I watched the first episode of Twilight Zone, they recommended that I watch Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I brought
0: that up. Oh, nice. I mean, I that show. But it's That's an it. hour. The only thing is it's an hour. Yeah. But, I mean, I would totally... I mean, dude, we could record all the time if you want to.
1: I, I wouldn't would be, be down know? a couple nights a week. What would-, would you say, Dennis? Oh, I'm going to watch it for fun.
2: <laughs> you know, that was something that I did not expect while we were recording. And back, especially when we had the aggressive recording schedule is that I started looking at Star Trek episodes like work. You know, after a few, you know, seasons, it was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Spock says something, no, no, Picard says something, Data says something. Okay, now they go to the oh, 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 yeah, okay, got it. Okay. And didn't Dennis? Didn't you used to actually like take like actual notes? Yeah, yeah they were like, like minutes. They were really great notes. They were great notes. And then we just went over to uh, what was it, uh, Wikipedia or uh, memory, memory. Alpha. memory Alpha? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, oh wait, somebody already did this.
0: <laughs> Dennis would no. Dennis's notes were, I mean, they were pristine. Like he oh, would yeah. have everything. Like it was really great. And sometimes when we're reviewing the episode. We never mentioned last week that that Picard and fucking Crusher got married. We never brought that up during review. And divorced. And, and divorced, never brought it up. Between the five of us never came up.
3: Somehow because we talked for like 2 hours. I know. <laughs> we well, I never think mentioned
1: just that. so over the finality of it, you know.
3: Right.
0: But I mean, like
1: they bad. finally they oh, wait, finally yep. got married and divorced,
0: and
2: we never brought it up. Which is well, weird. at the end of the episode where they're holding hands.
1: Yeah, we barely talked about Ogawa losing her baby, and that's something that the old you know, if this was a middle season episode, we would have talked about that probably for another five or ten minutes. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. that was weird. We
0: mentioned it briefly because Jordy got eyes. He took the baby's eyes. <laughs> it was weird because the baby's eyes just fit little little in his head, so he had all this extra space floating around. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Well, I thought it was. I thought. I thought eyes never change sizes. I don't know, man. That's that's true. I don't know.
3: Is that true? I don't think
4: so. Okay, I watched. I saw it on Facebook. I don't know if it's real or not. Oh,
1: if it's on Facebook, it's 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 got to be true. (laughs) (laughs) No, your eyes. Your eyes do change size Okay, as you get older. It's your nose. My my eyesight got got worse as I got older.
0: Yeah, you're not wearing glasses tonight, Dennis.
1: Yeah, not yet. He he couldn't bear to see us. Yep. honestly i didn't have time I <laughs> <laughs> didn't have
2: time to when put on I, glasses
1: when i get home from work man i'm still working
0: yep never ends dude never ends so but unfortunately this podcast has to end because it's getting late <laughs> what is getting late and we got to go to bed and dennis has to hide in fear from his wife <laughs> and then oh yeah i mean we're, i think we're i think it's safe to say we're all gonna do that there's yeah, a, it's like my it's like my glass of warm milk. I need it to sleep. <laughs> and <laughs> if I was a Klingon, I'd be doing it with both of them. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so,
0: well, would you again, do them at- asynchronously like that? Or yeah, like- I would do them both at the same time, like I'm juggling. Would it be
4: like full strokes, or would you go right, left, right, left, right, left,
0: right, left, like a speed bag? Like so, it wouldn't
1: be like I would yeah both in and.
0: Yeah. In unison? Yes. Yeah. You know, see, I'm thinking it's Seems more like such it. an awkward motion. Like I'd be afraid that I would rip it off. <laughs> You're a clone. I gotta think I would
1: do
2: it like uh, like car blinkers.
0: Hoping. Like what?
2: Car blinkers. Have you ever car been in traffic and you've got well, you know, the car in front of you has his turn signal on, you've got your turn signal on, and they're out of sync. But then, after a few minutes, they just for momentarily for they like, sync like, up. I know exactly up. what
4: you're talking about. And
2: then they're out of sync again.
3: I uh-huh. still the weirdest I, I,
2: gonna- <laughs> I, I want to do the yeah, and
4: then well, now we know what Ben does in traffic. It's not that hard. <laughs> Jerks. Up.
2: Oh, it's very hard actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just I in traffic, like
3: your knuckles just might bang again.
2: Yeah, I would. I well, would yeah, that. because that adds a layer of vibration to the whole process. Yeah, it's friction. But For it's...
0: someone who is not into MDT, you really thought a lot about it.
2: I think a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a writer!
0: That was a Dusty Rhodes quote, if I ever heard one. I think about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I, I really respect and appreciate uh, the crew's efforts On the podcast because again this show wouldn't really be anything without you guys um so thank you for your your work and your dedication and and just your friendship because i feel like our friendship has has kind of solidified over these past you know four or five years like we were acquaintances well dennis a little bit more i knew dennis you know more from the show and stuff and jenny so much too i knew jenny outside of the show but i feel like we've all kind of come together as 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 like a happy marriage of people, and it's really nice, man. So thank you, I really appreciate it. I I, I look forward to this every week. Me too. Which is which is sad.
1: Well, thank you, Bob. Because like without you, we never really get organized to do it. Like I know there were weeks where you were like, I'm not going to be there. Can you guys go (laughs) record? We're like, not really. (laughs) And it never.
3: It's okay. It's okay, buddy. We'll wait for you.
1: I mean, you're a
0: captain, man. You're our leader. No, I'm not. The, I just, I just hit record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's all I do.
4: Somebody's got to say engage.
0: No, I don't. We don't even do that anymore. <laughs> like, all that stuff is, is I can't. I think this episode was the first time we'd brought up staff meeting in forever because we just kind of like it's almost like some of the gags and some of the jokes became stale to us, and we were just like, eh, I don't want to do. I don't want to say that anymore. You know, I'm good.
1: You know? But it's one of those things that's more fun to say when you're all in the same place. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you have to do the finger. And yeah. you do the- staff staff
2: meeting.
3: meeting? That was truly magical whenever somebody would say staff meeting and the other four <laughs> people in the room would all go, staff meeting? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, besides this in the office, I can't think of another show that spends so much time in a conference room. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really like just the bureaucracy of TNG. Is, it's maddening. Like, before they do anything, got to go to committee.
1: John Louis Picard and Michael Scott have the same management <laughs> style. Is yes. what you're saying? I
0: think they both have big fat suits that they wear. I say, I say, I sit on you. <laughs> 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 but yes, they are both similar. <clears throat> Well, think about it okay michael scott has has dwight right he has wharf very similar in vain right combat first you know served by honor
1: both have hidden weapons both kill bears i'm with you Secretly really plotting to take over the starship at any time though?
0: you never know i mean that could never be no, dude picard i mean uh, Riker and jim very similar i guess you know, if you had to pick somebody on the show, Jim would kind of be that guy.
2: So uh, is Pam Troy. Pam is
0: yeah. Troy. You know, the
4: counselor them. kind of listens to everybody. That makes That's sense. That's
0: what I was going to say, Dennis. They both have big gazongas, <laughs> You know. So yes, there are, there are indeed similarities. Uh, I don't know who Data would be. I couldn't. He, I don't think he would be Nardog. Dog. <laughs> Maybe like be,
1: Angela, because they're both emotionless. That could
0: work. That could that work. work. Uh, but yeah. I, never, I didn't realize until really I
1: rewatched uh, The Office last year that how much Michael Scott sexually harassed Pam throughout.
0: It's <laughs> awesome. The awesome. show is great, man. We just finished it again. Like in the past week, I finished The Office and TNG. It's been waterworks around here. <laughs> so. But yes, all good things must come to an end, and so must this podcast. So we will be back next week. I think we're just going to record generations all in one fail swoop. Mm-hmm. There's no need to break it up. It just seems kind of like monotonous and dumb. And then we can get on to um, uh, uh, DS9, which is what I'm really looking forward to. The movies, like Stephanie was like, "There's four Star Trek movies," and I said, "Yeah, first one's okay, second one's really good, third one's like a really long episode, and the fourth one's just shit." <laughs> <laughs>
2: nemesis is the only star trek movie i did not see in the theater like any star trek movie i've seen them all since i was a little kid in the theater that's saying something except nemesis i was just tired of it at that point
0: because i mean well i think that kind of happened and i'm thank god it hasn't happened with
2: this podcast that we're just (laughs) people are just tired
0: of it (laughs) but yeah there's definitely some fatigue i think at that point
2: yeah Mm mm-hmm I, I got tired of paying 10 bucks to see a star Trek next generation episode. And that's
0: kind of, I think once they let Jonathan Frake start directing movies, you're just like, all right, man, like, really? Like we can't get anybody else to do this. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, is Shatner not available? Yeah. No, right. Right,
0: so, all right guys. So we will talk to you next week with generations. Now we all have f- copies of the film to watch. Yes. We all have co- Netflix. All right. It's on that's Netflix. It, yeah. Okay, Cool. So then that's that. We will talk to you guys next week, and uh, on to the films, dudes. On to the films. Goodbye. Good night. Bye. All right, good job.